In June of 2018, Unilever announced they were going to be changing the way they worked with influencers and specifically who they would work with. Folks with fake followers are out, but were they ever really in? That's what we're going to talk about today, how to work with the kinds of influencers who will help your business and your brand grow, whether or not their accounts have attracted a handful of bots. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. This episode was inspired by an article I wrote for Spin Sucks, where I talked about how a decision like the one Unilever made is really more about laziness and clickbait than about trying to make the industry better. You can find the link in the show notes, and you should read it if you haven't already. The thing is, it's not hard to determine if someone has real or fake followers. And although it takes some research, some time, and some relationship building, it's not that hard to connect with influencers either. I know, I know. It's easy to say when I have a company and a community and some books and, well, a super well-reviewed podcast. Hint, hint, review us if you haven't yet. (laughs) But all those things are the result of a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of time and effort and genuine connection and legwork. As a communicator, whether you're developing your own brand and business or working on someone else's, influencers can help make a big difference in your reach, your growth, and your sales. So let's talk about what being an influencer means and what it means to be someone they want to work with too. There are a lot of definitions of influencers, but here's how I see it. An influencer is someone who motivates his or her community to action. This is why it drives me crazy when brands focus on big numbers. Just because you have 10 million followers does not an influencer make. If you have 10 million followers and most of those people take action because you ask them to, then you have influence. But someone could have as much, if not more, influence with only 100 followers or 1,000 followers. And I don't know about you, but I'd much rather work with someone who can motivate 100 people or 1,000 people to take action than someone with a big name who can't motivate anyone to take action. You see, an influencer isn't an influencer because of mere numbers. It's about their connection with their audience and how they communicate with them. Numbers are nice, but they're not the most important part, and they're often a distraction from what really matters. Think about it. Bigger is not always better. A small number of interested and engaged people who are a great fit for your brand is generally far better for you than a huge account with a disparate fan base. Quality over quantity. Quality, not quantity. Here are three things you should look for in an influencer to help you grow your brand and how to start connecting with them. First, you want to look for someone who is serving a similar or complementary audience. Think logically. If someone has a really fantastic social presence where they talk about zoos and wildlife, that could be an amazing fit for your exotic animal food company. Think about the people you or your clients serve and who is talking about them on similar or related things. A really great example of this is SaneBox. I love SaneBox. My life changed when I found SaneBox. In fact, I wrote a blog post titled SaneBox is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And it is. Truly. If you don't know it or use it, it's a must. It uses algorithms to train your inbox. So for instance, if you open every email from Spin Sucks, 
it will keep our emails front and center for you. But if you ignore every email from your boss, it will move those emails into a sane later box where you can read it later or not. That example is purely for illustration purpose. I do not recommend that you ignore emails from your boss. Please do not ignore emails from your boss because if you do, and then you say that I recommended it, I'm going to have to go toe to toe. I'm just using it as an example. I don't really recommend it. But that said, SaneBox is amazing. SaneBox has a nice influencer program, which I found out after I fell in love with them. Let's just say that I will never pay for SaneBox in my entire life. I probably have enough credit for a lifetime account. I may even have enough lifetimes for a cat. But the point is, they didn't try to force me to use it, nor did they make it difficult for me to recommend it. I love it. I'm happy to recommend it. Being an influencer for them works for both of us. Second, you want to find people who are really engaged on a one-to-one level. This is going to do two things. It's going to make sure that their audience is in the habit of engaging with them in a great way for you to get in as well. You can connect with influencers where they already are or reference their amazing engagement when you approach another way. And then finally, you usually but not always want to work with people who work with brands from time to time. There will be cases when it doesn't matter and someone who has never worked with a brand before will give it a shot. But all around, it's easier to work with people who are familiar with the game. Sound good? Those are the criteria for influencers to work with. A good audience fit, one-to-one engagement, and experience working with brand. Not every collaboration you do will fit all three perfectly, but that's your starting point for the most effective promotions. You're not going to start tomorrow with a powerful influencer promoting your brand, but you can start tomorrow or today or next Thursday, you do you, on building the relationship. You don't want your first interaction with someone to be asking them for something. Start with getting to know them a little. Follow them, subscribe to their list, their content, read their books, listen to their podcasts, read their content, share their stuff, be an active promoter of their content. It's easy to check and the pros will check to see if you're engaged in their communities. So do it. Once you've made yourself known in their orbit, then you can ask them about supporting your brand or program or whatever it is that you need their help to do. Another great example of this is when Stacey Miller was at Focus before they became Cision, she was in charge of influencer relations. She easily spent a good six months getting to know Spin Sucks, participating in our community, commenting on and sharing our content, and later she actually became a dear friend because of it all. At first, she asked me to collaborate on content and then to co-host a webinar or two, Eventually, it became a full-blown influencer brand relationship. She didn't spam me or start off by asking me to shill their wares. Instead, she made certain I was a super user of their product and a big fan. Then she made it crazy easy for me to promote them alongside of what I was already doing. It wasn't a hard pitch, and I already supported them. They just sweetened the deal by making it easier for me to share information about them more often. That is how you build your influencer relations program. And that is how you get real value out of working with influencers, Unilever. Being human, putting in the time, and understanding that usually a couple of bots doesn't mean someone is a phony. Or maybe they are, but you have to figure it out and do the research on your own. To everyone else listening, I want to know who you want to connect with. You know where they probably are? Twitter. We are there too. Let's connect at SpinSucks at SpinSucks. Next week on the SpinSucks podcast, we're going to be talking about blogging, what it can mean for your business and what it won't do. I'll see you then. 
If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 